Were you afraid of the dentist when you were younger? Um, for some reason, it seems to be kind of like this fear that you have, and maybe there's something kind of primordial about it, just a fear of people naturally working on your teeth. Um, and it's something that's also reinforced. I remember, you know, the TV shows I watched as a kid, you know, the dentist was always the evil guy too, so they reinforced perhaps this natural fear. Um, but for me, actually, and uh, my brothers, we were never really afraid of the dentist because um, our dentist was our grandpa. Uh, we knew he loved us, and he was actually he was just so good with us, too. He was actually a teacher before he had a practice. He was professor of dentistry at Loyola before he actually opened up his own practice. And so he was this very good teacher, and um, I remember kind of a little bit of the first memories before we went to him to get, you know, just a checkup, a uh, clean of the teeth. He took us in the back, and he had, like, um, kind of the shelf full of different dentures, and he was just... You know, he's just a very, um, so good at explaining just what, what was going to happen, you know, what is the importance of teeth and keeping them clean. And so uh, when we came to the dentist, we weren't worried because uh, we just knew that whatever, you know, was aching in our teeth, that our grandpa really loved us and all he wanted to do was to kind of uh, get rid of whatever that pain is and, and keep us healthy. And so um, today we hear about leprosy in the first reading and in the gospel. And when we hear leprosy, um, anywhere in the scriptures, that's for us just to kind of think uh, it's an exterior manifestation of something interior, an interior sickness, and that is sin. So every time we kind of see this, you know, um, we see leprosy, we want to think, okay, there's also that internal nature of sin and sickness of sin, and that it's not just something, uh, though, although with sin doesn't necessarily disfigure on the outside, it can disfigure us from within. And so in the readings today, we kind of get this way of how we should approach and deal with our leprosy. And kind of the first thing we could draw from these readings and what the church hands on to us is uh, get the facts, you know, the truth. Uh, and, you know, that's turning to revelation and then seeing, you know, how am I supposed to live out my Christian life? You know, so getting the facts. And that's right now what a lot of our RCIA candidates and catechumens are doing is they're getting the facts. What does it mean to be a Christian? And also kind of examination of self too. And we need once we know the truth, we need to admit the truth that we're lepers, at least spiritually, that all of us have a certain sickness and we struggle with sin. And um, believe it or not, I struggle with it too. And it was kind of funny because I visited the second graders and just to kind of help them, you know, more comfortable getting ready for uh, doing their first confession. And uh, just let them ask a lot of questions to kind of dispel that fear, to just, you know, put them at ease and let them know that nothing um, was, you know, amiss and just getting them comfortable. And one of the kids asked, uh, do priests sin? And I said, no, no, I joke. I said, yes, of course, of course we do. Yeah, I, I go to confession regularly. I constantly need to get cleansed and I, it's a very important segment for me. Um, so then the second step we kind of pull from the scriptures from the readings today is uh, tell the truth. Go to confession. Uh, go to a priest the way you would go to a doctor for leprosy. And again, I share that story of my um, grandfather when I was going to the dentist to get our, you know, take care of our teeth and get them cleaned. Um, because, you know, I think when we understand just how loving our Lord is and that through his priest in the sacrament of confession, um, he just wants to heal you. And there might be a little bit of pain of coming to terms with these things that are ailing you uh, and maybe, you know, bringing it to the light through a priest. 
But the reality is, is that when we do it, what we realize is we have this loving Father who just wants to wipe that sin away and he just does it through his priest, and he just wants us to be better. And so there might be this initial pain, but it's in order that we might have greater healing and have those sins, that leprosy, wiped away. And the third thing is treatment. So in the confession, you know, what does this treatment look like for the leprosy of our soul? Well, it's penance um, to a certain extent, too. So you're always given penance. And, and what this is is that um, the kind of theological point is that when we go to confession, uh, the eternal punishment of those sins are wiped away. Uh, but sometimes, you know, there still is kind of a temporal um, punishment that can remain. And what that means is, is that, for example, let's say I'm golfing, and this is, this is a very likely reality, is I hit a window, you know, off my drive, and I shatter the window, and I go over to the house and I say, I, I'm sorry. You know, and let's say the homeowner's there, and they're like, you know what, I forgive you. Totally forgive you. But the reality matters, so this, this person has totally forgiven me, but the damage of that window still remains, and that still has to be paid to repair that window. And so that's kind of what that means by that penance. Or penance is helping to pay off that window in a certain sense, too. And also there's this idea of, of quarantine when it comes to leprosy. But what does that mean for us? Does it mean we should go away from society, go out to the hinterlands, get away from people, get away from everything so uh, we're less likely to sin? Uh, what it means for us is that we actually... You know, and, and we say um, we say this actually in the confidior after we're done with our confession is to avoid the near occasion of sin. And so once we find that healing, part of our treatment is getting away from those things, those areas in our lives that lead us to sin. You know, perhaps it's a certain you know show that isn't good for me, and okay, I guess stop watching that. Or maybe there's even certain people I hang with, and you know what, they kind of often lead me towards sin, and so I need to get away. So there's this aspect. Of, of quarantine which comes to our treatment of our own spiritual leprosy that I, I need to change my life uh, in a certain way that prevents you know this temptation be, from being so much in my face and therefore allowing me to have greater success and, and, and living out this call as a Christian that God is calling me to be. And so um, this Wednesday, this Ash Wednesday, uh, we're about to enter into Lent and in these next few days my encouragement is to really Spend some time in prayer asking the Lord, how does he want you to take advantage of this Lent? How does he want to help bring extra healing to that leprosy of our souls? Uh, and, and, and in this prayer, ask, you know, what are those things that, that I need to give up? Those things that I need to kind of move away from my life? And even they're possibly good things uh, in order that I might make room for deeper relationship with the Lord. And so, going forward, we know as we prepare and are about to enter in Lent that the Lord is the good physician who wants our greatest health, our greatest goodness. And so, um, we just need to let him in and know that things are going to be all right and to take these steps of admitting the truth, telling the truth, and then seeking treatment and, um, and quarantine.